So there we were, the three of us. Elena, Chandler, and me, Char. We'd got through our interviews, and we were headed to school. Now we were on our way to find out the most important thing of all. Just who our roommates would be for the next couple of years. I was going to do a quick thing where you guys are, you know, you find out who your your roommates are. I think we know who our roommates are. You know, I mean, you guys know who your roommates are, but your characters don't know who your roommates are. Do they know our hero names? Um, no, because you don't have hero names. Yet. Those are nicknames that you give yourself. Also known as hero names. Yes. But there's not like a, um, there are definitely probably like clubs and organizations, but there is no like overall database that acknowledges official hero names or anything. Society does. Yeah, society does. Just the same way society will decide whether or not you deserve a nickname. All right, so I just have to do something to end up like on the front page of a news or like have a kid in the foreground of some mysterious camera, I guess, somewhere say uh, my name in some way. And what would you want that name to be? I mean, I can't imagine a situation where a, a pedestrian would say it out loud. But it would be uh, Cherry Bomb. Okay. So you, what you want is a pedestrian to go, Oh, who saved me? And you're like, that was Cherry Bomb. And then an explosion. I'm gone. All right, so the three of you are going to arrive at the school. How do, how do the three of you get to the school? Plane. Traditional plane or private jet? Ah, probably took a traditional plane. Okay. I think that uh, Chara arrives on some kind of, like, rigged out super speed jet ski situation. All right. I'm going to take a boat. <laughs> because. Just like a, uh, like the like the main ferry. Basically. Yeah, just like the most run-of-the-mill average person thing you can take. That's what uh, that's what Chandler's going to go for. He's going to, like, stand now in you guys- line at the... At the gate for the ferry for like forty-five minutes, and uh, now do a obviously Char is coming alone. Are the two of you coming alone? Yeah, I'm coming alone. Okay. Yeah, I'm by myself. Well, I mean, I imagine others, really boring students and whatnot, are going to be like on the ferry. Yeah, there are definitely other students on the ferry of like a wide variety. They're they're sort of like mixing and intermingling. Some of them are showing off. Some of them are trying to show off. One of them shooting fireworks out of their butt. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, he covered showing off. <laughs> <laughs> it's called peacocking, Chris. <laughs> so as you arrive, you arrive to basically like a sea of students. And as your plane lands and you get off, Elena, you recognize, you see a large imposing figure in off in a slight distance and it's a back you and a lot of the other and a lot of people on this planet recognize almost immediately okay it's your good old pops uh Elena kinda pulls up the neck of her track jacket a little bit and like slumps a little and quickens her pace you seem into to be, the crowd. You seem to have successfully lost him into the crowd until you feel a strong grip on your shoulder, and then you're hoisted up into the air, fierce, forcefully. Oh, uh, why, lady, 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 lady? 
You're trying to run off to school without your without telling your dear old pops. Obviously, he starts kind of helicoptering you around. Oh my God! Stop! And places you on the ground. How could you get out there without telling me? I mean, your first day at school. You knew when it was. Of course, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and he t- hits you like he usually does, way too hard on the side of the arm. <laughs> she is definitely ready for it. Barely even winces. And he takes a deep breath. Ah. That's that. That's that fresh young Eva Mare. Yeah, this seal nerds. The sea on my breast. What? The wind in my hair. Gross. <laughs> oh, you! And he ruffles your hair. Ugh. Dad. Oh, sorry. He's your uncool dad. Yeah, Try- kinda. You look around. Some people are like, look at that lame dad. But a lot of people are like super awestruck. Because this guy is very cool and very popular and a lot of people's heroes. For sure. He's probably he's probably the reason a lot of these students went here in the first place. He's the he's reason like, I'm going here. Yeah, he is like like one of the top billing alumni. When people mention the alumni, he is often within the first breath. At least in within this generation. So yeah. I'll keep off to the rafters then. And he just kind of like leaps you, off. You, what? Okay, not even gonna hug me. All right. <laughs> and you hear a crash come from the other side, and you get a big bear hug from behind. Too you wouldn't think I'd leave without all of that. And he kisses you on the top of the head, and leaps <laughs> off again. Ah, uh, eh, well, not like I did my hair anyway. <laughs> she slinks off into the crowd. <laughs> And uh, as you, so you approach, so now you're all starting to like approach the same sort of like choke point of the school as like different, these different various robotic like automatons on wheels are like rolling around and guiding students and laying down, like basically creating different lines and creating like cues. In line, please, in line, please, in line, please, line, please, you there. And one of them points to. Chandler. Yeah? Where are you walking? That is not a line. Into the line, please. Sorry, I'll get back in a line. In the line, please. Am I Am I in it good enough? Am I good? Your line placement is mm, adequate. I can scooch in more. It, it zooms off. One of them zooms past Char. I would assume Char has been in the right line the whole time somehow. <laughs> Char yes. is helping to organize the lines. <laughs> I think Char wouldn't actually wouldn't be helping to organize the lines. He'd be sitting there trying his, his best to not try and help organize the lines. Ah, but he definitely figured it out. No, oh, he figured it out like immediately. He walked up and it was all like, he actually figured out a better system. <laughs> <laughs> One wheels up to him. You young man, your Q placement is exceptional. And a little LED light on his face winks at you and gives you a thumbs up, and then turns to a thumbs up. And it wheels off to uh, and wheels off to Q, please Q better Q better. Your queuing is inadequate. <laughs> Fuck these robots, man. <laughs> so after a long queuing process, you you're all you like you basically spill into a large lobby with a bunch of tables set up, and as you know you see large banners where it's like basically you're split up by name, by last name or in some cases of people only name for those who lack surnames. 
Chair, as you as you approach the B section, mm-hmm. the B line, you see someone who is has probably feel you see, you feel like they've never seen a line before in their life. They're like their angle is all wrong, their placement is wrong, their foot seems to be I don't know why their foot is not in that part of the line. They're somehow too close to the person in front of them and behind them. <laughs> um, and you are the person behind them. I um, reach out and grab this person by the shoulders and try to position them appropriately, knowing that the best way to make friends is to help out someone on the first day. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth, if this isn't clear, that person is Chandler Blossom. It's clear, but Char doesn't know that. You're right. I'm just saying if Chandler wasn't clear that that was Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I turn around and I say, oh, hi, I'm Chandler Blossom. I hear the best way to succeed in school is to uh, fight someone bigger than you. But I don't think I'm going to uh, try that. Ha 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 ha. I, that now, is, no, good. I like your, that was a good, I like your, that's funny. Thanks. Your line, I'm helping you with the, you're welcome. Do you like books? Yes. Neat. Guys, I just want to say <laughs> we are going to crush all these social situations. As part of my self-improvement program, I read three books a week. Do you like books? Yeah, I like a couple of them. I, uh, my, my brother has uh, a, a, a book. What is the subject of the book? Uh, uh, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> With that, like a, a a a slight snickering you may have heard in front of you, explodes into a full unbridled laughter. I didn't. I did not understand the joke. T- two dogs. I, I I don't know. I don't know why that was funny. He looks around nervously. <sighs> no, no, nah, nah. You guys just keep on, keep it, keep it on. What is a jai? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to keep, had to keep the laughs under control. <sighs> it is impolite to not share Oof. the joke if you find a joke. You're the joke. Sorry, I mean... Oh, I understand what is happening here. (laughs) Yeah. You gotcha. You gotcha. What's happening? This is like a shark. And Char walks over to the shark. It's not a shark. It punches it in the face. (laughs) You see, this is like a shark because... Did you punch this person in the face? Yes. But can I I finish my explaining before we deal with the consequences? (laughs) 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 This is... You see, when you are confronted with a shark, it is best to punch it once in the face, so that it will leave you alone forever. How, how big would you say Char is? Uh, short for a, short for a boy. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say stature is like? Uh, slender. So, Char is Char... an inside is an inside person. <laughs> so, Char just planted his inside fist onto the snout. Of a kind of, not like huge looking, but definitely taller than you, dog man, who's got a definitely a mean look to him. Like he's got tussled fur, a leather jacket. Char is, all of Char is, you know, 
research and social understanding would would place this fella as one tough cookie that you just hit in the snout. Now don't try anything and he funny. Narrows his mister, eyes, or there's more where that came from. And he snatches your glasses. He snatches your goggles. Glasses. He snatches your glasses. That, those and are- just holds them precariously out of your reach. Char, Char looks at them and like does the calculation that he can't reach them, so he doesn't like try helplessly to get them. <laughs> but he like looks real upset. <laughs> uh, Chandler's gonna raise his hand and jump up and down. Uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me. There's a there's a bully over here. Someone's being a, a rude, tough guy. Is there any kind of commotion happening because of this? No, I mean like. This is a bunch of this is a bunch of teens with all sorts of power. So all the line, a lot of the lines are kind of rowdy. Oh, okay. This so is would I be able? I wouldn't be able to tell what's going on. No, no. Also, you are very far away from them. Yes, I you're am. in the V's. You're it's like, like a on circle. The, it wraps back around. <laughs> you're on like the opposite side of the room. Okay. So unless you have a real sense of injustice, but I feel like there's probably two or three or five or ten more conflicts between the your two groups. I mean, if that's the case, I'm almost certainly involved in one, so... Yeah. So while Chandler is jumping for these glasses, let's maybe go over to a different conflict on the other side. So you are, you are sort of like, let's get a little in media res... There is a conflict kind of going on, like, right next to you or over in the U's, where someone is fiercely demanding something back from a, like, a, like, a dwarf girl who is, like, making a lot of apologies and trying to do something. No, no, no. Wait, what's happening? You're not sure. You're just looking at someone who's like panicking in the face of someone much bigger than them. Though to be fair, dwarves are usually small. Yeah, but they're often stout and hardy, so... She looks very stout and hardy. Uh, 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 let me... Uh, uh, she pulls... She has a... Um, like a sort of like very scraggly, pointy look, sort of like wizard's hat. And is reach starts reaching into it and pulls out a rabbit, and which is no good, and tosses the rabbit aside, and just keeps like pulling through and starts pulling more and more like weird errata out of her hat. Uh, uh, uh. It doesn't seem like that big of a conflict yet. <laughs> I don't well, even. The, the person next to her is like getting like very closer, much closer, and like getting more intimidating. Can I tell what like they're looking for? You're not sure. Like he, all you hear is like, "You just better give that back right now, or else okay. I'm gonna put you so far underground that your home will look like the sky." What is what is this guy? He is big. He's just like a human and like a big one. Like unnaturally big. Okay. So I'm going to try to avoid the dictator robots and break out of my line. The dictator robots are now, you don't see that many of them. They're not, they're also Q bots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep Qs organized. 
Okay. Dictator. The cues are like they need less organization once you're inside. But I'm just gonna, you know, briskly make my way over to him and get like not directly between them, but position myself in a way where if I needed to, I could be between them quickly. Okay. Just be like, hey, did you lose something? Yeah. This girl lost my favorite hat. And he points to his head where there is no hat. That's weird. How'd that happen? Hey, I was just... He, he, I mean, we were talking, and he asked, like, hey, he's like, hey, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a wizard, and then I went to do a wizard thing, and his hat was gone. But then it didn't come back. That happens sometimes, but not most of the time, but then um, occasionally. And she kind of like, eh, and kind of like fiddles with, she fiddles with her mustache. She's got like a very like stage magician mustache and curly goatee. Okay, well, hey, first of all, you probably shouldn't do that with things people care about. But also... Yeah, she said she it would be back in a second. Gets up in, like, the big guy's face and, like, pushes him you, a little bit. You do not get up in the big guy's face. You get up in the big guy's, <laughs> I like, do my best ab- to get up in his face. So you're, like, in his abdomen. Well, but I'm, like, ang- I'm basically angling. Right, but I'm, like, that's, that's where your stature reaches. Sure, but I'm angled to be looking at his face. All right. I he mean, looks straight down at you. Haven't you heard this is a school for nice people who don't fight or whatever <laughs> she pushes him a couple times while she says that you know you're not that convincing pushing and he pushes you like just palms your head and pushes you right back well that's because <laughs> i don't really believe it either so what's your power and he uh flexes real quick what you're the world's biggest tool is that your power Every, everyone understand. around you just like gets pushed back a little oh okay do i get pushed back yeah Oh, okay, I see. Is that it? What do you mean, is that it? I don't know. That's why I'm at school. Oh, so you're saying you don't understand your power yet, and things sometimes don't work like they're supposed to. I... Or they might have hidden depths? I... Wait, this is one of those situations where I'm about to learn a lesson, isn't it? Yeah, look, she'll find your hat, turn around, and chill. If you don't, I would be happy to test your powers. Hey, he looks over the door. Sorry about that. I got a little, got a little testy. That was, that was my mom's hat. Oh. Still, don't be a jerk, though. Are we good? We cool? She gives him both a thumbs up. One second. Lean down real quick. And the big guy leans down, and she puts her like scraggly pointed hat on him. Closes her eyes a minute and taps it with the wand. I think her hat's been with you all along. And now the guy has a hat again. And the wizard hat is back on her head. And she shoots off confetti and fireworks and gives a bow. And there's a couple, you know, that was all right. That was all right. Wow, that was cool. Thank you. Thank you. It's, um, wizardry is the hardest school of magic. And Okay, like, don't be a braggart. Usually, dwarves aren't good at magic, but so that's why I've been trying really hard. Because... A lot of times, like, you know, um, it's tricky because it's, like, all magic or no magic or I. So is this all a big show? Was his hat never really gone? Oh, no, his hat was definitely gone. It was in, like, a different plane or something. I don't know where it was. But I found it. Or Shirley's Coaster. Or Shirley's Coaster. Or an alternate dimension version of it. Wink. 
<laughs> I don't get it. I'm going to go back to my line. All right, then. And the two of them start talking kind of like amicably. As you get back to your line, you're, you're, you're just sort of like next in it. All right. And someone hands you a... Here is your... Now, did you request a uniform? No. Okay. Did you request, like, no uniform, no patches? Well, you said we have to have the patch. Right, but... I already have one on my track jacket. Okay, some people request custom patches. Or, like, if they will add themselves later. Or if they don't know what outfit's for yet. No, I didn't request anything. All right. So here is your um, course load. Here is... And here is your room assignment. Your course load is due a week after orientation. Or, like, you know, by the end of this orientation week. You are, you are of course, in the... You're taking Intro to Mathematics with Professor Bones. Why is everyone so obsessed with... Never mind. Actually, I don't care. Don't answer that. With what? Nothing. Question but, ret- retracted. But the remaining courses, are, as you can see, are open spaces available to you. They are demarcated by the different school that you're supposed to... Um, the subject you're supposed to take them in. And if you look into your guidebook, everything is sorted by subject. Cool. Can I go? Uh, absolutely. Great. Enjoy, enjoy your time here, Ms. Vordis... You know how to say it. Vordistresser? Vordistrasse. She just leaves. So meanwhile, over the other line, the um, guy in front of you at this point has gotten bored with the glasses, and you kind of like, yeah, yeah, jumping up at him. He wasn't jumping at them. Oh, I thought he was. No, he no, got, th- his wrist got tired from dangling them at nothing. I thought I thought Chandler was jumping at them. Uh, he was trying to alert people to bullying. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but which looks an awful lot like trying to go at them. Yeah. Then he eventually got bored and places in the back on your head. And that's the way it's done. Thank you for your help. What is your name? Yeah. Thanks for a second. And he looks around. He's like, Cherry Blossom. Cherry Blossom. Your name is very poetic. Wait, I thought it was Cherry Bomb. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) (laughs) Definitely said Cherry Blossom, though. No, I mean... Do you want another take of that? (laughs) No, definitely said Cherry Blossom. Yeah, there's... uh, No, I mean... uh, uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to ask you a difficult question. <laughs> My name is Char Blavsker. Did you mess up your name too? <laughs> no, I pronounced my name correctly. Oh. Char? But that is, it is alright to make mistakes. Some people make mistakes, and that's okay. Well, I feel like I'm really learning something here. Mistake, <laughs> mistakes are not contagious. All right, so Chandler is next, and the, God, and the person so hands you. Did Chandler request any uniforms? Any special uniforms? Nope, he wanted a very uh, basic uniform patch already right, on so it. You, he has handed a uniform. Is it like the shirt pants combo? Oh, nice, excellent. Here's your uniform. This is gonna um, wow him at cotillion. You can um, take that to the tailor if you need any adjustments. No thanks. Normal is fine. <laughs> All right then. Here's your here's your course load. As you can see, you have Intro to the Mathematics with Professor Bones. And the rest of your course load is wide open. Awesome. I hope I get all C's. I'm 
That's maybe even a C plus. Well, let's not get crazy. Well, good luck. Then. I'm not trying to stand out. <laughs> there you are. Um, if you just head right over, head right through those double doors, you'll head over to the main campus, and that will lead you towards the orientation. Excellent. Do we have assigned seats, or is it just uh, who's who's who wears wherever? No, you just go wherever you want there. <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> he's gonna go in the room. He's gonna find a seat. And do, do, you, uh, do you look at your roommate assignment? I forgot to before you leave. <laughs> all right. So um, next. So oh, and uh, I'm gonna get. Next. Do uh, do we go at all looking for our roommates, or do we just sit in the next room? We should probably next drop room. by our rooms and drop our stuff off, right? That'll happen after the like the commencement speech or orientation speech. Do you right, so next? Do you often yes. find that people have trouble when you don't assign them seats? Do you find that people oh no don't know what to do when they go inside or that they need a system? No, no. We you know we have all kinds around here. So some people don't even like. It's hard to find a seat that will accommodate every student. You know, I. Some require two seats. May I have my paperwork, bus? please? I do not like to speak to you. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Thank you. Now, do you check your? Roommate? Yes, I thoroughly check my paperwork immediately. <laughs> so you, you see, you, you see that you you only have one assigned class that is Intro to Mathematics with Professor Bones. Mm. The rest of the course load is open, and you see that your two roommates are Chandler Blossom and Elena Vordestrasse. I wonder if Chandler Blossom is related to my friend, Cherry Blossom. <laughs> Some mysteries will never get solved. Or maybe they will. And Char takes out a um, ballpoint pen and makes a note on his um, uh, roommate paperwork that says, Possible conversation topic. Sibling. <laughs> colon. Cherry. Open parentheses. Question mark. Close parentheses. Then he smiles to himself and folds everything back up and puts it away. I think I'm going to fit in just fine here. <laughs> yeah, probably, unfortunately. Hi everyone, we have the conclusion to this episode coming up after a few brief announcements. This is episode one, not even a spider ring, of A Home to Rest Your Head or The Incorrigible Assholes Who Ruled This Generation. Thanks so much for listening to the 38th episode of the Actual Play Dot Network podcast. I'm Matt, and I just want to say that Andrew, who is titling this series, needs to chill. I play Char Blavsker. Chris plays Alana Vorderstrasse, Gino plays Chandler Blossom, and Andrew plays everyone else. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website. Uh, There's more over after this message. There's more over next week. Uh, Gino does title card illustrations. I think he's going to miss this this week, but every other week he's done a beautiful title card. Check out his webcomic at pizzapranks.com. Music this week is by Japer Styles, Jape Styles, and Attic Soul. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Eyes Without a Face, 
If you have a website, I can help you with that. Visit whalingcityweb.com for more information. Check out actualplay.network for an example of my work and also other stuff. Thanks very much for listening. Please stay tuned. There is six or seven more minutes, including the the headmaster's speech in this episode of OVA. So enjoy, and please come back next week. Thanks again for listening. You head out of the sort of like main administrative building they were just in, and you're kind of like funneled by fences across a small section of the campus into like a large auditorium. And in there is a, a stage with a single podium and a large banner that says, welcome entering class. And you all sit down and... Um, I'm assuming I'm going to sit with my new friend. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so there's, there's a little time if you want it to chatter. I don't think I want to talk. Because I, <laughs> I find interactions painful. But you, your, your new friend might want to talk. No, that's I'm Chandler. really boring. Okay, that's true. <laughs> Bold <laughs> choice. Bold choice for an entertaining character. Then he, uh, he turns to his... Uh, Char, Char, or Char. Char, he turns to Char, and he um, sort of like does that thing where he like grabs his shoulders and like rubs him a little bit. Not not Char's, but his own. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> okay, oh no, he's one of those people. Char, extremely <laughs> important distinction. <laughs> like he, he's like chilly. I would estimate the temperature to be between sixty-two and sixty-three degrees. <sighs> I think I got the AC on. Adequate temperature. I'm sorry. I think I got the AC on. I think I got the air conditioner on. (sighs) Real chilly. I don't think so. It's September. Most likely, this is the ambient temperature of this hallway. Notice the high ceilings and the antique windows. Do you know how high the ceiling is just by looking? It's 28.3 meters. No feet, because meters would be too high. Auditoriums tend to have pretty high ceilings. 60 feet, though? That seems too high. Hey, look, I'm no architect. I'm not even here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Sometimes I respond to phantom voices that I hear in my brain. I mean, hey, who doesn't? Many people, I would imagine, do not. I hope they start the speech soon. I find these interactions to be challenging. Do you also find these interactions to be challenging? No, I just sort of coast. You're lucky. Yeah, I like to think so. I'm pretty lucky. I can keep a lucky coin in my pocket, or I used to, but then I dropped it on the ground, and I don't know where it is anymore. I can't find it, because I don't know where I dropped it. That's an unlucky turn of events. You're interrupted by a large tapping on the microphone. <clears throat> As you see, a man has approached the podium. A man that I assume you would all be familiar with is the headmaster of the school, Darcy Evum. He's often known as Evum, as he traditionally changes his first name to fit the what he believes the trends of the time well I think he's off by a lot a bit here <laughs> he might be yeah and his deal is he's like an immortal he he's Im- he's Im- immortal omnipotent and invulnerable and so far as history knows is the longest he's the oldest being that you are aware of just out of curiosity do we know how um like when his first like uh sightings of him were he is he is his oldest recorded history. Oh, so he's very very old. So he probably predates recorded history. So they pal around with the Christ. Yeah, he yeah, they're probably best buds. Okay. Him and JC, or who knows, maybe they weren't best buds and he you know, sold them down the river. 
You know what I'm saying? Did he sell him down the river, or did he sell him up the no. hill? You know what I'm saying? He's got a pretty good. Tr- he's got a pretty good track record. This guy sounds like he's probably a vampire. <laughs> he's not a vampire. He's. Uh, are you tricking us into playing Fate again? <laughs> uh, unless, unless he is I a think daywalker. He's a vampire. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> he could be a daywalker. This is another yep. one of Matt's elaborate tricks into getting us to play vampires. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's a vampire. Solved it. He's also Next riddle, Andrew. <laughs> got him. <laughs> he approached the microphone. He goes. <laughs> So uh, do we clap? Yes. Okay, everyone, I'm clapping. <laughs> I mean, if you want to clap, some people clap. I clap politely and I try to match the uh, pace. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Pace of uh, the crowd. It's it is approximate average of BPM. Well, if he's clapping, Chandler's clapping because he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. Uh, how's Chandler? How well is Chandler matching the BPM? Like, mm, that's not the BPM. <laughs> I'm doing nope, that's not it either. I'm doing the Citizen Kane thing. Okay. Just my hands are just slapping together. <laughs> but in perfect rhythm. Perfect rhythm. That you hit, like, the equilibrium BPM. So he kind of does a little, you know, hands down, like, oh, oh, me. And, you know, everyone quiet down a little. <clears throat> what is this, gentlemen? See, now, I just kind of have them in my head, but then I'm like, how do they come out of my mouth? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm familiar with that problem. Welcome, welcome new students of the Evum School of Higher Learning. We've got a bright young batch here. And as you know, every batch of students, I believe, has a potential to be the greatest. Because here at the Evum School, we're not a school of prestige. We are not a school of who your parents were. We're a school of believing in the potential of each individual, and each of you deserves to be here. And never you forget that. Because we are not a school about combat. We are not a school about fighting or simply learning about materials. We are a school about learning and understanding the abilities that exist within us all. And I hope it all comes to the rest of you to help each other throughout these coming years to truly understand one another and oneself and to reach brand new heights yet unseen by our vast and great civilization. And as this year, like every year, we like to start with fun. So, waiting outside you in the main campus is our school's orientation festival. (laughs) 